Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George, and you're listening to our review of American Animals with the boy Connor. Hello. Guys, once again, we are Bennyless this week, so it's just your boy George and Connor for this review of American Animals, which we saw at the Sydney Film Festival 2018. Um, and, uh, it's a really cool film. It's a crime drama written by a British guy called, written and directed by a British guy called, uh, Bart Layton. Uh, he came out on stage and did a little bit of an intro before the film and, uh, stars Evan Peters, who everyone knows as, uh, Quicksilver from the X-Men films and uh, a few other, uh, great performances. But, uh, this film is kind of like a crime drama. It's got some really interesting stuff that it plays with with um, sort of a documentary style as well. So it's a very different kind of flavor. And I'm, I'm actually really, really excited to talk about it with Connor. So um, do you want to give us a little bit of a plot uh, overview here, my friend? Um, yeah, I think you've probably done a pretty good job of <laughs> uh, giving some details on it. Uh, it is a, a heist film at its core, um, but it, it takes an interesting angle and not certainly not one that I think I've ever seen a film take in that way. Um, and I don't want to give it away necessarily because it's definitely not in the, the marketing material. The, the trailer that we saw definitely didn't highlight this aspect of the film. Um, so I, I think we're going to try our, try and do our non spoiler review of this um, as best we can without addressing a, a major, major component of this film. Yeah. Suffice it to say it is worth watching. Um, I don't even know if it is a spoiler. But yeah, I, I just I, I just don't want to. I think it is a spoiler, but just be- purely because maybe it's not a plot spoiler, but it's a spoiler for the experience of the film. Yeah, and it is um, quite intriguing. Yeah, how he goes about presenting it, and one of the things he left, he, you know, before he left the stage, this director um, uh, Bart Layton, he said, "Everyone in this film is who they say they are." It was a weird thing to say. What does that mean? But when you see the film, you're like, okay, I get where he's going. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a basic heist film. It's about uh, some college kids that think that they see an easy mark, um, and it's about their preparation essentially um, for going ahead and and executing this heist. Um, So there was barely any marketing material on this. It doesn't didn't seem like they had spent a lot of time or effort to, to really get this out into the public. Well, I guess it is just any film festival. So we'll, we'll yeah. get a bit of a boost. Yeah, exactly. But what did you, uh, I guess, how were you feeling going into this? So, uh, I felt like American animals, the trailer was a solid trailer. It looked like it was going to be a bit dynamic, a bit edgy kind of heist film about these college students. Uh, but I wasn't, going in expecting what we got, which kind of blew my mind. Uh, I I was really impressed with this film. And, uh, yeah, I just thought my my expectations were just fair. I was expecting something, you know, a 7 out of 10 solid film. I came out just... I I was blown away. And it was a ride. Yeah, I, I think I underestimated this film on so many accounts. On... I don't want to again. I uh, for the purposes of not spoiling anything, I'm going to refer refer what I'm not spoiling as the gimmick of the film. Um, that was that was something that I think added a lot to this film. Um, but aside from that gimmick, 
the 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 plot itself and and the acting and and really everything seemed to far surpass what I expected it to be. Um, and I was and yeah, just ultimately really impressed um, with it. I, and I went in with similar expectations to you. I think solid trailer was going to be maybe a little bit more existential than your average heist film. Um, but ultimately was going to be pretty by the numbers in that sense. Um, and yeah, it, it wasn't, it was, it was really spectacular. I mean, we've seen the heist film done so many different times, but I think what this film does to bring it into a new kind of context is the fact that these kids are high school kids and the adolescence aspect of it and the drama about your friendship group and trying to appease your peers and integrate. It's a really interesting component of the film and something that I thought was very, very compelling yeah. theme in the film. Yeah. Um, one thing guys, I- like, I guess they're not experts, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. no kind of like expert in the team. So what I will say is what I felt this film did really, really well is create atmosphere um, and evoked feeling in me. Um, and I'm always really impressed when movies are able to do that. Um, a good example is something like Sicario. I felt did a really good job of of kind of building tension and anxiety just kind of throughout the film. And you got to a point where you were really invested in it. Um, and, and I feel like Sicario did that largely through their soundtrack um, uh, and their music production and all that. Um, this one, it was very much the acting that I think portrayed that. I really connected with these kids um, in a way that I think a lot of people will. If anyone has ever had the experience of something kind of running away from you, you know, kind of if you've ever felt like peer pressure or that, you know, the, the situation is, 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 is kind of getting away and you, you don't know what to do, then I, and I think most people have felt that in one way or another. I think that this will really connect with you. Um, so yeah, that, that, this film blew me away. Yeah, the performances are absolutely outstanding. So I guess the guys to really give a shout out to is Evan Peters, who plays one of the main characters. And then Barry uh, Keo- Keoghan, yeah. uh, who's the kid from uh, Dunkirk. And uh, Sacred Deer, or Pine, whatever it's called. Is that him? Not sure. He's definitely Kill- in Dunkirk. The Killing of the Sacred Deer? Uh, let's have a look right now on the Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, yes. Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, there you go. That's most definitely he, him. He is a very distinctive and like a distinct looking kid. Yeah, he kind of looks kind of like a bit dopey. I don't even know how to describe his. He, he is not classically attractive. We'll put it like that. <laughs> but his performance in this is so compelling. And these two guys, the way they play off each other is one of the most, one of the strongest parts of this film, I think. Yeah, they're. Um, both their performances are f- by far the highlights of this film for me. Um, the chemistry between them and the friendship, yeah. and 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 just not only that, but the and, uh, like an insight to that the character's psyche. Like I, I, I don't know how to, to to properly describe how connected I felt with these characters. Like how I just I got what they were about, and it made sense. And maybe it was the style that the film had. Like, the, maybe it was the gimmick that they used that really kind of let me feel like I understood what these characters were going through. 
um, or and and maybe it was just good acting or a combination of both. I'm I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but whatever it was, it was effective. So yeah, I I think huge shout outs to those two. Um, everyone that did support around them, I thought was also pretty spectacular. Um, Blake Jenner and Jared Abraham, who are the other two um Recruits. characters in this little heist, um, both provided something to the to the group in both their characters and both as actors um that i thought was really really well portrayed and well done yeah the group dynamic felt very organic Mm -hmm. and it felt like i think i think as as you said before you've kind of it felt like something about being an adolescent and kind of that 16-year-old kind of like, I'm an adult now and I'm going to make my mark on the world. Yeah. It's very existential. Like it's, you know, it, it really plays on that whole feeling that I think a lot of college kids have, which is the, you know, what am I doing here? And and why am I part of this machine? And how do I break the molds of society and all that jazz? <laughs> um, and it kind of um, induces a bit of an eye roll in in a lot of people. Um, but we were all there at one point. Like, yeah, most people will recognize that feeling and that, um, kind of stage in their life. The way they, it's like they're making their mark on the world, you know? This is, and and what I love is that these guys are doing something so illegal. I don't think that's a spoiler at all, but they're the good guys and you're not necessarily rooting for them to succeed in in any other way than succeed in their life like you compare you you care about them yeah and you want them to do to make the right decision yeah again without getting too much into spoilers i think that this movie holds a fairly big moral punch like i mean they don't shy away from the fact that what they are doing is a crime and i think it's done that probably better than any other heist film i've ever seen um and it, it plays into the film quite drastically so I, I thought that they did a really good job at that one of the other things i wanted to talk about that i thought that they did a really spectacular job on was blending um you know drama and and um comedy and even elements of horror even um into this film and and kind of transitioning between those relatively seamlessly there are, there are moments where i'm genuinely anxious for the characters and and because of the scene and everything. And then there will be moments just two seconds later where they introduce some level of comedy and then whip it right back. And I never lo- – it's, it's a weird kind of – when you laugh because you're in so much tenseness and it kind of feels good and then you whip back, back into the tension, that – I think that they did that really well. Yeah, it's almost like a um, uh, um, your laugh is a signifier of a release or like the tension of trying to release the tension. Yeah. But a lot of films on paper, when you say you know it transverses between comedy, horror, drama, it it can sound on paper very jarring. And a lot of the times, if a film does try and do that, it will be jarring. But they fucking nailed it in this. Yeah. It's a dynamic film. But it never feels like it shortchanges itself from the comedy, from the drama, from those horrific moments. And when that, the anxiety, your, my heart was pumping through my chest in some of those scenes, you know, Mm. it really got me, Mm. but it feels natural and it feels like the film, it doesn't feel forced. And it's, it transverses those, as you said, scene to scene within a scene of itself. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that you've kind of, 
struck at the core of this film, which is, you know, whenever you watch a heist film, it's very obviously a fantasy, whereas this one is very obviously not. And in in most films, you're watching professional bad guys do their shtick, whereas this one, it's very much you're watching regular people try and undergo a heist. And they even make reference to that in when in the early stages of their planning this heist. There's a scene where they kind of imagine how it's going to unfold, and you know, there's that kind of uh, upbeat heist music, the dun dun da 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 type thing going on, and and they're just like gliding through this heist, and yeah. there's no obstacles, and it's yeah. all hunky dory, and, and very quickly they shut that down and be like, that's that's not realistic. That's definitely not going to happen. That's, I mean, in what world do you think that's how it's going to be? And I think because they address that head on, you're immediately like, okay, this is, this feels real. For sure. Yeah. For sure, man. That yeah. convention of like, it's like Shaun of the Dead, you know, we're going to go to the Winchester and everything's yeah. <laughs> going to be sweet, you know, but it's, uh, it, it really makes the, st- it raises the stakes. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the last time I felt this concerned as to whether someone pulled something off or not. And something that relates to the gimmick um, and the way this film's put together, it's edited in a very interesting way. Like, at the beginning of the film, it's sort of... It's almost got a kinetic energy to it. It feels like you're in the moment with them in a lot of spaces. Um, It feels, like, very handheld... Uh, but also very beautiful. Like it's shot, mm-hmm. it, it looks very beautiful. There's lots of like sort of dark blues, and uh, I I don't know. I really enjoyed the film aesthetic of the film. Yeah, but um, well, the well, there's uh, also sound design was really spectacular. Like the opening credits visually are are very cool, um, and and they play into a, a common theme across the the film. But just the the noise and the sound and. and the way that the music mixes in with the environmental sound is really spectacular. And I think it added to that level of anxiety in certain scenes. Yeah, for sure. Um, what what else really stood out about this film? Um, I, 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 I Again, it's we hard, can't get, It's kind of tiptoeing around. I think we should jump into spoilers. Yeah. Um, suffice it to say, if you haven't seen this film, go see it. It's, it is a really spectacular film. I want this film to succeed. I'd, I'd like to see more films like this things that kind of break the break down the barriers a little bit um try something new and i I also tend to really like the actors in this i think that they're all um really good and and i'd like to see them get more jobs yeah i mean it's really hard to pinpoint any negatives of this film i i I thought it was across the board a fantastic job i to be honest i I didn't really have any negatives i mean i needed to sit down for a while after the film I felt exhausted after it. Yeah. Um, but this film didn't really scream in it. I, I can see where some people might find some gripes with it. Yeah. But um, I can see that as well. The, the gimmicky side of it, I can see how might some people might refer to or, or see that as kind of in the classic sense, a gimmick. Yeah. Something to just kind of reel you in. But because they didn't use it at all in the um, advertising or anything like that, I'd I, tend to think that it's pretty good yeah i mean this film i'm gonna go see it again for sure and i say if you're a fan of the way i describe it is kind of like the social network with i tonya and a heist film it's kind of like that all in one yeah and um i I, i'm really excited to see what bart layton does next 
I, I think this guy, I want to go see his, uh, his previous film, which he briefly discussed called The Imposter, which supposedly made some waves in 2016. Um, it was 16. last year at the Sydney Film Festival. He had a, um, I think he, they described it as like a doco. Um, and it's about uh, a con man going to a Texas family and, and convincing them that he's their long lost son or something or, or something like that. Okay. Um, and apparently it was, it was relatively, uh, controversial okay um, but nevertheless interesting so yeah it'll be interesting to see where he goes whether he we kind of goes towards more kind of fictional movies yes or if he goes in and kind of sticks with the um with the real life events yeah um all yeah, right so I, we both highly recommend this yeah go I think see this that's probably of a favor yeah i think that's probably about as good a, a, a cap off as we can give for yeah. this movie guys we're about to jump into spoilers and now we are now in spoilers for uh, American Animals. Don't listen to this if you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Okay? I mean, we've got a non-spoiler review up. Check that out. Um, the big, I guess, spoiler, sort of? Let's talk about the gimmick. The gimmick, yeah. The gimmick is very much that it's it features the real people in the in this thing. So the characters that they're playing have a weird way of interacting with the people that they're portraying. Yeah, so you have a documentary component to this film wherein the people that, you know, Evan Peters and everyone's playing, the actual real people who did this heist um, in the early 2000, I think it was 2003, 2004, in this, and they recount the story as the story's going along. And what's so intriguing about this film is, you know, there's a, there's a layer to it where it's like people remember shit not in the best way, like witness test, um, test, um, testimony. not testimonials. Is that the word? Testimony. Testimony. Um, like no, like the human's mind conjures <laughs> different ways of remembering things, and and people remember events yeah. in polar opposite ways. Sometimes, at the end of the day, we're very bad at remembering things. Yeah. Well, and when I say that, we're bad at remembering details that the brain doesn't think are important to you kind of getting along with your day so if someone asks you what kind of scarf someone else is wearing that that's not something that our brain actively goes oh yeah that person was wearing a red scarf and you might even remember it completely differently you be very clear in the mind but remember it very differently so there's a the, an aspect of that and it's sort of well well portrayed in the scene encapsulated in the scene where they go and meet that that um that sort of that first piece of the network to get into that inner circle and one guy remembers him as having a beard with a blue scarf, and the other guy remembers him mm. as, as having gray well, hair. This this is where the the kind of the technical side of filmmaking. Um, this guy's got some chops because they do it in a number of ways. They have at least. Well, the first one that comes up is when they're in the car, and he says, "I, I was at a party, and it was cold." And the other guy says, "We were in the car, and it was cold." And the way that they swap in between the conversation and with the two different settings um and then even beyond that is him having a conversation with himself in the car the the way that they weave in the documentary aspect to the the you know the film aspect of it is actually really masterful and it's nothing like i've ever seen before and i think the 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 fact that these people are recounting the story and it's in hindsight they're, they're looking back at these events and everything they've gone through, you know, they've gone to prison for seven years and, and everything to try and clean up their lives. And 
there's a very sort of, um, you know, learn, there's almost like a, you know, take a lesson from this. Well, and, and I mentioned this before in the non-spoiler section is that there's a moral punch to this film. Like at the end, you don't feel like they're successful at all. And you don't really feel like they should be successful. Like it's, it's very much a cautionary tale against what they're doing. And they, and they talk about it very flippantly and they talk about it very kind of, um, you know, at the beginning, it's, it's it kind of like a joke. It goes along with the story. They're mirroring the feelings that they had at the time. Um, but by the end of it, you, you get the sense that this was not in any way a good thing that they did. Um, which, and it, and it speaks to the fact that when you watch like a, an Ocean's 10, Ocean's 11 or Ocean's 8, uh, film, there's like, you know, the professional criminals that go about doing it with the heist it's music. Fun, it's sexy. Yeah. And, and you didn't get that sense from this. It's very much, and that's what it meant. Like it's a real film. Like, and you feel like the real stakes, you know, when the one kid nearly got out and he talks about it, he's like, I was out. The birds were chirping. The sun was on my face. He just remembers very clearly feeling that escape. I mean, we've all had that where we've, we've, you know, narrowly missed something stupid and you're just like, oh, I feel like I've just gotten away with murder type thing. Yeah. And it was so effectively done. Mm. Like all the emotions they wanted to convey in this, I felt. And I think oh. that's the, that's the masterfulness of this film is, is a lot of time directors, they don't have the nuance to make those emotional things, give them impact. And this one did at every turn along the way. Um, yeah. So I, I found that like, at, so, so as we said at the beginning of this review, you know, he, he, he left the, the director at the beginning left the stage and said, you know, as he was leaving, everyone in this is who they are. And I was like, well, I thought that meant Morgan Freeman's going to, come into the scene and well, it's going to actually be Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I was so weirded out by what that meant and it was such a cryptic thing to say and I was like and it immediately made sense. Um so the first time we see someone as they are, you're not really sure because it's that teacher. And um you don't get a sense that this is a real person talking about the real events and the parents and, as well, and the parents and, and all that, and, and that. You, so I was I'm like, "This is an Itonia like, kind of thing." That's what they did in Itonia, that yeah. kind of like documentary style. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I, to I have that extra layer, yeah, of them being the real people, and to then also play with, you know, on its face value, the real people are in this, meaning that we're getting the true story. Well, no, people remembered it in different ways. This person thought it went this way. This person experienced it in that way. That is another very, very intriguing part of this film. Yeah. Um, um, that was very complex. Yeah. And it, it's very, you know what it reminds me of is the big short in the sense that it was that kind of, I don't even know what it's called, infomatic or, or info. Infogra infographic? In, no, it's a type of filmmaking where, you know, there's a lot more you're being fed information about a story. It's a type of documentary slash film. Anyways. Um, like two, like uh, a person, two cameras sort of feeding information. I, I don't think I've ever seen The Big Short. Yeah. The Big Short is really clever. The difference is that they have the characters that will like break the fourth wall and address the audience and say, right. this is what we're talking about now. Okay. Um, and so I think that the, very similar, but I, I really enjoyed the way that they did this, where they had the actual people do it. Um, yeah, it wasn't like the character turned to camera and was like, they were always in the moment, yeah. from memory, like that, that, 
they never broke the fourth wall. Well, the characters never broke the fourth fourth wall. The only time that really happened was when um, I can't even remember whose character it was talked to himself. Yeah, and well, each character had that moment: one where he saw himself picking out the paper, and another one where he talked to himself briefly. But he never addressed the audience. Yes. So there's a lot of stuff happening, but I felt like once you, it never broke my kind of enjoyment of the film. So whenever I was watching the actors, I was enthralled and engaged in what the actors were doing. Whenever I was watching the the real people, I was interested and again engaged in what they were having to tell me. And I felt like they kind of did a really good mix of that. Yeah. So if we kind of take out the the actors or sorry the 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 people themselves and just look at the actual story did you like the trajectory? Did you like the plot of the the movie? Yeah, I feel like the front half of the film was definitely dug its, itself more into the comedy aspect. Mm-hmm. It's you really love these characters and, and the dynamic between them, and the stakes got higher and higher towards the end. Where when at the end when they said they all went to prison for seven years, I was like, "Fuck, that's a fucking punch to the gut, man." You know, the, it keeps going up and up and up. Yeah, um, and not to say that 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 sentence is harsh or anything, but it's like, wow, that was real. Like they actually they got caught, they went to prison. This is some real shit. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it it's genuinely crazy to think about like what they did and 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 how it ended up. And I felt like I want to say it's an emotional roller coaster, but it's not really a roller coaster. It's more of a slow climb because <laughs> it it genuinely it starts out so free and and care loving, very much like. The, the characters are and you know they engage in this thing as a kind of a, a fun little it's play like a, around yeah it's like just a hobby that they yeah. like they could be doing this or they could be writing songs in a band or something I, I felt like i was following their trajectory by the time it got to the actual heist that's when i was like my heart was beating out yeah. of my chest like I, I felt nervous i felt like anxiety when you know they called it off the first time it was just oh it was so um crazy 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 yeah like just the relief but they they set it up in a way that you knew they were going to fail. Yeah. Like from the beginning of it, you knew they were going to fail, but still they were able to conjure that uh, tension. Yeah, exactly. Even though you knew the outcome. Yeah. Which is sometimes going to be a very difficult thing if you set it up in that way. It can be. Oh, it can be a hugely difficult thing. Um. So yeah, I mean the plot in general, as I said, they set it up in a way that you knew they were going to fail, but you were still enthralled and intrigued to see how this was all going to end up. Yeah. And, and one bit at the end that really blew my mind was like when they were like, I don't actually think that guy even went to uh, the Netherlands. Yeah. That was a, uh, it was an interesting um, little addition there. It's not something that I thought about or would have crossed my mind. Um, It was kind of like the rug pulled from under you. Like what was real in this story? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very cool. Do you know what I thought would have been an ultimate kind of, um, cherry on top cherry well joke is is them saying that these aren't real people like uh, in my head okay, i was like oh right. they could have done that like the whole movie's about what do you remember what's real what's not real is like oh maybe the entire yeah. story's made up and they're just yeah. like you never yeah, know i'm glad they didn't but yeah same um they that could if you did that in the right way that that can be an interesting avenue to go but yeah yeah um one I would like to also give a shout out to Anne Dowd, who played the librarian in this, and she also played, uh, did a, had a fantastic role in Hereditary. Uh, so she's done 
I, I think, two fantastic roles. But hers, that scene at the end where they're tying up the librarian and that's one of the key moments in the film is like, is Evan Peters' character going to go and actually do what he needs to do? And it's a very troubling scene. And then at the end, when you see her character talk about it, how it's affected her life forever, you know, this, I guess, once again, goes back to the reality of this film. Like, this is real shit. This is... And and it feels like somehow they were able to to have, like, to really make impact. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what else we can talk about in yeah. the film. I, was there anything else that jumped out at you? Or? No, I think that's about it. You know, just, just really loved it. Yeah. Really, really loved it. And I look forward to watching it again. And I hope Bart Layton, man, keep it going. So we, I, I'm, I'm very, very excited. He's, he's, he's obviously a guy who's got a really fresh take on filmmaking. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if this is kind of a one and done style movie. Um, you know, there's a lot of movies that just kind of pop up on your radar and then the director or whoever's involved is never heard from again. Um, but <laughs> I'd I'd like to see what he does next. Yeah. I think this will be definitely one to follow. Most definitely. Well, guys, that is our review for American Animals and uh, we'll have our Incredibles 2 review up right about now. And there's a ton of other reviews from Sydney Film Festival uh, we saw Upgrade and uh, a number of other films. So don't forget to subscribe to YouTube and Apple Podcasts for tons of awesome movie content. We'll be back soon, Connor. See you, George. Bye, everyone.